Football is back, and BetMGM is inviting new customers to join the huddle and enjoy the action like never before. Sign up today using bonus code CHAMPION, and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Bonus days are back for pros. Only at Lowe's. Get savings on new Flex Stacked Lithium with more power, longer battery life, and faster charging than traditional lithium batteries. Get up to $150 off a purchase of select Flex 24-volt tools. Buy more. Save more during bonus days at Lowe's. In-store must-ask cashier to scan barcode at time of purchase. More terms and restrictions apply. Savings varies based on total purchase. Minimum spend of $300 required. See Lowe's.com for more details. Selection varies by location. Valid through 1026. If we're suffering in a society that, you know, that we don't feel any self-worth and there's no engagement with, with each other, um, that's going to have a serious effect on one's mental health um, and where they're situated in Irish society. Uh, you know, I don't think we even know the severity of the damage. Mm. Uh, the uh, technology is wonderful if it's used in the right direction. Oh, he's back. Here we go. The last thing I heard you say was uh, technology is wonderful. (laughs) 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 It's wonderful when it works. (laughs) It is indeed. Here at Can, we like to focus on open and inclusive dialogue. For people who are interested in our previous shows, you can find our free archives at Spreaker.com at the Can Project Podcast on Spreaker.com or you can also find ad-free content on Patreon.com for as little as one euro a month plus fat. You can help contribute. We do need help, so check us out on either Patreon or Spreaker.com. Are you an artist or a creator with a social conscience? Are you an expert on culture, arts, nature, or wellness? We would love to hear from you at CAM Projects, where we advocate active engagement in positive and creative outlets that's beneficial to our health and environment. Our talk show, CAM Projects Podcast, reaches 20 online platforms and features insightful, inspiring, and expert guests. Feel very welcome to email us at canprojects.info at gmail.com Hello, 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 and you're all very welcome to the Calm Projects podcast where we love to talk about culture, arts, nature, and wellness. And I'm your co-host, Shane McKay. And I'm your co-host, Christopher Sneed. And at Can we focus on inclusive and open dialogue. We have a great show lined up for you today with the National Traveller Mental Health Network. Yeah, Mags Casey, she's a spokesperson over there at the National Traveller Mental Health Network. And they're an organization that was established in 2008, but officially launched in, uh, oh, sorry, 2018. 2018. 
and officially launched in 2019. So that's that's their website, guys. Um, well, that, that's the page, actually. So but it's on travelercounseling.ie. Okay, and um, they've got some great resources on there for anybody in the traveling community um, who may not have heard of this. These guys are really, really doing some invaluable work for the community and I highly recommend anybody out there who may be feeling that they're struggling a bit with their mental health to just reach out. Okay, there's lots and lots and lots of help out there. If you, if you, you know, but it can be hard sometimes, Chris, to kind of actually put the hand out, isn't it? It can be because, like, you're afraid of being stigmatized or being judged, you know. And, yeah. um, I mean, there's not as much judgment as you think out there, you know. Everyone is struggling. But sure, will we get Mags in there now? We will, we will. Um, and we're gonna we, we, we let Mags tell us all about uh the National Traveler Mental Health Network because she'll probably do a better job than I will. So yeah. let me just, yeah. hi, Mags. Hi, how are you, lads? And How's it going, Mike? Nice to be part of your show. Oh, you're very welcome. We're really happy and excited to have you mm. on and uh, really looking forward to this show because there's some really, really important stuff that needs to be talked about and um, there's a lot of kind of healing that, that really needs to, to happen. And uh, me and myself and Chris are aware that like some of the some of the stuff that we're going to talk about has been going on way, way, way before the pandemic. Pandemic, but um, I can only imagine that things during the pandemic must have really gotten a lot tougher as far as uh, just basics, basic everyday stuff. Yeah, I suppose um, it was really, really difficult for travellers, you know, uh, in the pandemic because. Um, Travellers live in third world conditions with very little access to um, water, uh, electricity, you know, um, the amount of discrimination, racism and prejudice they face heightened because certain people had more time in their hands to have a, a go and attack travellers at an everyday level. Uh, the kids experienced um, we experienced a couple of things um, in terms of education, um, the exclusion of of of, of education, mm. um, that had a knock on effect on young travel children, and I suppose um, you know not having access to electric and water that people took for granted. I mean, I seen for the first time in my life settled society, you know, complaining. And and certain people complain about how difficult uh, that period of time was for them. But, you know, for us, we've always lived in a society, an Irish society, that has always segregated us, assimilated us, and, you know, kept us um, away from mainstream society. And um, that has had a serious effect on us. But I think, you know, we have to talk about history to understand where we are today with travelers. Oh yeah, I mean, if you don't know your history, yeah. you don't know where you're coming from. Like, well, I think in 1963 there was the Hygienian Report that talked about fixing the problem of the traveling people, making them settle people, hmm. integrating them, assimilating yeah. them, and actually, what they have done, they have destroyed us. We are not settle people. We forcibly removed, when you forcibly 
take a person's identity from them. They actually take their soul away from them. You know, in 2010, the All-Ireland Traveller Health uh, study was done. And at that particular time, um, 11% of travellers died by suicide. It was seven times higher than the national average. And that was a particular reason why myself and other travellers got together to set up the National Travel Mental Health Campaign. Um, because we knew that it was an emergency and that it was a crisis point. And the community were not shattered, you know, um, they were fragile. Mm. And um, we knew that the community, you know, for a lot of our kids would spend most of their time uh, in the graveyard than they would out playing. That's how much suicide has affected our community. And I suppose I would love to see that uh, piece of research revisit uh, because I know, and if I was a betting woman, um, I know that that is probably 20 times higher than the national average to this day. And it's kind of it's kind of hidden, Mags, isn't it? Because like, if you take like things like the census or things like air codes, like, kind of is is it fair to say like the traveling community are not really represented in those in those statistics, like the nor the regular national statistics, or or what? Well, if, well official halting sites would have um, okay. air codes, but unofficial halting sites don't have air codes, and um, you know that's. That's a matter of life and death, then, because mm. people mightn't get the letters. You know, I may have breast cancer and I might, you know, need to be examined or need to get that treatment. So it means that I won't receive that mail. So it means I could, I could die from cancer. Uh, my life will be shortened very fast by an air code. So mm. um, different policies have different effect on travellers. And if you look at the halting sites where they're situated in Irish society, they're out of sight and out of mind. Yeah, down a, down a back alley somewhere. Yeah, they're a bit like prisons, you know, mm. confined us uh, to prisons and cut off from Irish society. Um, we are not, we are people that are nomadic people of Irish society and we're proud indigenous people of this country. And um, we did we never wanted halting sites. It was that was forced upon us uh, to accept halting sites, and um, that you know the government and the establishment at the time designedly done that uh, to the travel community to segregate us and assimilated us from Irish society. They said that they were going to assimilate us, but mm. you know they didn't work with us. What they did is they segregated us from society. So they. Well, prisons next to dumps and pylons mm. and hit us from Irish society and had big walls around us. So yeah. um, outside and out of mind. Yeah. So you can even see that from the way it was titled, like the way to solve the prob the problem, like you know. Yeah. That you were seen as more like a problem than a person. Correct. And and at the particular time the tourist industry in nineteen sixty three was becoming a, a big thing. Uh, for Irish society, so they didn't want their indigenous people at the side of the road. So, and also, I was told by a, an older traveller man that uh, President Kennedy was coming to visit Ireland as well at that particular time. Uh, 
because Ireland and America have made really, really close connections mm. with each other. And that was a part of the mindset as well, is to fix the problem of the traveling people. And I think right now what we should talk about is undo a lot of the damage that has been done to us, you know. And I think, Max, like what we're doing now, like we have to talk about these things, even though it's painful, but that's like, we can't not talk about it. You know, we have to put, be able to put our finger on it and, and understand, well, why is this happening? You know, why are people treating each other? We're all human beings. Like, what, what, where is this sickness coming from in society that it's okay? Do you think it's okay to just leave somebody to rot? You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's disgraceful. I think, you know, uh, in certain people are conditioned to hate travellers and see them as subhuman and as savages. So therefore, it's easy for them to sleep at night, you know, um, it's easier for them to look at the statistics seven times higher than the national average in 2010, not to, you know, work with us to undo a lot of the damage that has been done to us. Um, we need to talk about them things. Uh, we need to talk about the root causes of the highest suicide within the traveller community. Um, and we need to talk about government policy because government policy hasn't been implemented for the travel community. I, like many other traveller activists around Ireland and the UK, would have fought hard for them policies to be uh, put in place. But the reality is they haven't been implemented. And Max, I like do you, from what you're saying, as far as the work that you're doing with the, the, the National Traveller Mental Health Network, um, since you've kind of started up and we were chatting a bit off air about some of the research and different different work that's happening, are you, are you kind of starting to see that it is being heard? Or I know there is a lot more work to do, but... I think, I think one of the things that I would say is very positive this year is the traveller community um, planted a tree of hope in Knock. And it, it was the first thing, it was the only thing that we owned it, that we owned as Indigenous people of this country, in this land that we all call our own, that we owned. And travellers from all over the world come to visit that tree of hope now. And that was an acknowledgement of the hurt and the trauma that we've experienced as a people and the injustice and the inequality that we experience. And I think it was very important that we build back hope. Only we can do that with our own community and with very good settled people like yourselves that will hear our story and will support us to get justice because we need justice. But at one time we need to build hope back into our young community particularly our young people need hope. And that was the reason for the tree of hope is to build hope back into the community and ask settled people from Irish society to come and work with us and listen to us and hear what we have to say about the injustice that we face in our own country called Ireland. Um, yeah, and I mean, I've got some figures here, Mags, that when I saw this, I came across I came across the work that you are doing on Twitter. Uh, for anybody who's on Twitter and, and, and hangs out there, you'll find you'll find uh, Traveller, sorry, National Travellers Mental Health Network on there as well as their website. But th these these figures caught my eye. And when, when, when I when I saw it, Mags, I have to say, like, I, 
I wasn't surprised, but I was shocked, you know, that kind of way where I was like, I, I know what the racism is, you know, I know what it is, but I was really shocked. So I'm, ju I'm just going to rattle off some of these for people who, 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 who I really guys, you know, if you're out there and you haven't given this subject a bit of time, I really recommend you do. Okay. Because yeah. this is really important stuff. Okay. So 55% and Max, you might be able to tell me where these numbers, how they were put together after I go through them, if you know, yeah. I know, uh, I know there's a lot of work done to, 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 to be able to put this together. So 55% yeah. uh, wouldn't have travelers as community members, 35% avoid travelers, 75% wouldn't have a traveler as a co-worker, 70, sorry, 75% wouldn't have a traveler as a co-worker. 78% wouldn't have a traveler as a neighbor. 83% wouldn't employ a traveler. 91% wouldn't have a traveler as a family member. And 85% wouldn't have a traveler as a friend. Now, those numbers on, they're not even the, they're not the, even the worst numbers, guys. Okay. That's the mild stuff. We're going to get into the other really, really, that, that's just the mild stuff to get us started. Okay. And, and I mean, like, if 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 you're looking at figures like that as a person like and these are about you like why wouldn't you feel like depressed and angry and sad and you know like there's nothing good there yeah you know i mean i suppose i'd, I'd like to start the show um even just to talk about something that happened to my community 10 members of my community were born to death in current mines, God rest their souls. And on that particular day, you could see Irish society mourning for them people. But the next day, there was rallies and resi residence associations and um, anti-traveller. Um, and it was so acceptable by Irish society to go on and talk about the amount of hatred that they had for us as a community. I mean, 10 lives have been lost, uh, burned to death, God rest their souls, and there's been no justice to this state. Mm -hmm. And um, that amount of trauma shortens people's lives, you know, for their kids and their grandchildren and their great-grandchildren, that's going to shorten their lives. And they didn't even get, you know, emergency service and support put in to support them families. Yeah, which is, that's and, a standard thing. That's yeah, a standard thing. Like, If you see, you know, other other uh, countries, there's a big inquiry into why this happened and this should never happen again. Um, and there's been inquiries in this country that stuff should never happen again. Yeah. If you see people as subhuman, it won't cost you uh, well, a night's sleep. Well, I think, I think Mags, it's people, people who maybe are okay with exploiting other people who, you know, that it, 
they can sleep more easily if they kind of feel like, well, I'm above somebody else and that makes it okay for me to go out and basically rip people off or to walk by somebody homeless in the street or, and it's, it's, it's a sickness in society, you know, there's like a, 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 a healthy society doesn't behave that way. It's just, no, that's, it, that's just simple. Like that's kind of obvious. And I wish people would just stop and slow down and think. I think we have to think about how we treat each other in Irish society. And I think for my community, members of the Catholic community, we need to come together and talk about our our historical relationship to now and going forward, how we actually live in Irish society and bring about equality and a better society for all um, until we get to that point that we're able to have them frank and honest and respectful conversations. I think history is going to repeat itself and we're going to lose an awful lot more lives and it will be of no value to the travel community or to society. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you know, we'd, yeah. we'd be really foolish as well. We'd be on, it's beyond foolishness to just think you can ignore this kind of stuff and that it's, everything's going to be fine. Like paper over the cracks kind of attitude. Like, and it's like, no, like eventually, like it's just going to get... It's, it's already gone beyond crisis point, really. You know, it's just kind of, I think what we're saying at the moment and post-pandemic or whatever they're saying it is right now, you know, is it's all surface level. There's there's much deeper kind of stuff kind of going on. And we do need to reach out to each other in different communities and, and, and ask, hey, how are you doing? How are you doing? Like, because nobody's doing well. We'll be back with more from the Cam Projects podcast after these short messages. Here at Can, we like to focus on open and inclusive dialogue, and sometimes a bit of literature as well. So, Chris, we're gonna we're we're opening up a new chapter in the readings, the classic stories for Chris Needs. Yeah, we're going to be starting on the Time Machine, which is a classic, classic H.G. Wells novel. It's a classic for a reason as well, because it's really, really good. I love it. It's been made into a film a few times, and uh, sometimes musicals, audio dramas. Chris Need classic readings. Grand Canyon University, a Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering over 250 engaging programs online. Praised for its culture of community, students engage with faculty and connect with counselors who take a personalized approach for your success. GCU's online students received over $144 million in scholarships in 2021. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you qualify for. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. My sound man, Shane McKay, has his business called MacSoundServices.com. That's M-A-C-K SoundServices.com. What he does for me is I send him my shows and he, he does audio enhancements and stuff like that. He does miracles if you see some of the stuff I send him and how it comes back. So get a hold of Shane at MacSoundServices.com. M-A-C-K SoundServices.com. For people who are interested in our previous shows, you can find our free archives at Spreaker.com, at the Cam Projects podcast on Spreaker.com. You can also find ad-free content on Patreon.com. You can help contribute. We do need help. So check us out on Patreon or Spreaker.com.
we do need to reach out to each other in different communities and, and, and ask, hey, how are you doing? How are you doing, like? Because nobody's you, doing if well. Any, if you've seen any of our campaigns, um, like the National Travel Mental Health Campaign, um, you know, we wouldn't have got a lot of solidarity from the community. Um, yeah, what was it, Max? You, you were out uh, on it was the International Human Rights Day. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And we wouldn't have got a lot of support from settled society. They just would have thought as moaning and giving out again. You know, we were coming forward with solutions. We were bringing, uh, we were delivering a letter to the T-Shock of this country. Well, listen, um, I wouldn't say it was a waste, Max, because that's how we came across you. And, yeah. and we're more than happy to, to hear, listen to all and of I, this. I think, I think it's great that, you know, um, that the likes of yourselves uh, are really, really interested in showing the inequality and the injustice that the travel community are facing. But I have to be very honest with you, mainstream media do not want to ever work with the travel community to bring about political change or society change. They don't want to unravel what's happening uh, to us as a community. So yeah, that- people like yourselves that will give us the opportunity to tell our story and Tell, tell to be able to tell Irish society the injustice, um, to make people politically aware of what's happening to us, you know. But unfortunately, mainstream society or mainstream media, sorry, mm. needs to dig deep mm. and very deep when it comes to their own indigenous uh, people and what they they have a contributing factor in what has been done to us. Oh yeah, because they're kind of pushing the narrative that society yeah. what you know they're pushing they're pushing like they're not they're not looking for anything good. They want to they want to kind of you know push the bad image because that's what people want the you know it's the standard, it's, it's the normalized thing that yeah. oh this is how we behave like and it's and it's yeah, really I, I not okay. Right. The narrative that they set out on me on the media is always something that um Travers have been um, either involved in crime or talk about the rubbish or not talk about what the local authority has done in terms of, you know, uh, yeah. put a bulldozer and dig people in with mock and um, pounded them in small areas so that they make their lives a living hell. They don't want to talk about that, what? but what they want to talk about is the percentage of Travers. And I've got, you know, if they broke the law, they want to talk about that. A lot of my community are in prison because of poverty, crime, and they get sent to prison uh, for uh, crimes that a lot of the Saddle community would have got um, a probation report or a slap on know. the wrist, like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that doesn't happen to my community. So, whatever the media can capture. Um, something that we don't know, we all don't know as yeah. a community. It's a tabloid approach, like it's yeah, just, just like yeah. a, a headline, you know, just a throwaway oh, yeah. headline. And, and they, they deliberately do that. Oh, they do, and like, yeah. it's something I was kind of thinking about recently. You know that, like with tab the tabloid kind of style that 
I gave it a bit of thought and it was like, like what's going on there? Apart from the fact that, you know, I wouldn't like pay a lot of attention to them anyway. I was trying to work it out, you know, and it was like, there's an element of like when people go in and they buy their tabloid and there's a headline on there and it's like shocking headline, you know? And I think what the, the, the mechanism is, is that people like to go in and they, and they look at it and they go, oh my God, that's mad, isn't it? And put it down and then they can forget about it then. Yeah. And, 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 and to me, that's another sickness in society. You know what I mean? It's, it's explo that's just exploiting and manipulating people, you know, in, into, into, into giving their money away. And the thing about it is, as taxpayers, you know, we, we fund, we fund them national medias that actually destroy people's lives hmm. and are a contributing factor to people dying. At very young. Right now, as we speak, there's probably somebody in my community that's died through suicide. Um, you know, that are going to prison for a crime that they should get a probation report done on an individual care plan. Or that they should have someone trying to help them because, like, if you're committing crimes purely because of poverty, yes, helping someone would cut the crime <laughs> definitely, definitely and I mean I'm, I'm glad that you said that Chris because we have a lot of solutions to a lot of the issues that we face I mean in terms of community and enterprise we have solutions that we want to bring forward to political level 84% of my community are unemployed that has a that has a major effect on one's mental health and self-worth and and where you where you stand in Irish society, and then if you're treated as subhuman every day, you can imagine the contributing factors that that actually has on one's mental health. So we actually have solutions that we want to bring forward politically to the Irish government. You, you have a strategy in, plan, isn't it? As well, we do, we do, yeah. we do indeed. And uh, the sad reality of it is, we're not listening to at a political level. So we need we need Irish settled people to come and support us and stand in solidarity with us to bring about this political change. And um, that's one just in relation to employment. I mean, if you constantly treat people with that amount of prejudice and racism, you're going to have a you know people individuals are going to experience an awful lot of trauma. Yeah, and trauma shortens people's lives, as everybody knows. Mm. I mean, and then if you want to numb that hurt, you want to take to addiction. Yeah, and we have a crisis right now in the community with serious addiction problems. Well, I mean, people people are suffering, and they have no the, the services aren't there to help them, so they're Correct. going to self medicate. They're going to yeah. try, you know, to numb that pain, yeah. to numb that pain, so that you don't have to exist as a human being in society. So you take the addiction to numb that, that, that hard, cold pain because you're not able to, you know, to, to process it's the, like the addiction that you've experienced and what you experience every day to be able to survive. And then you begin to break down. Your brain actually gets so tired of surviving that it actually, you, you know, you take to addiction and and then I suppose um, there's no services there for uh, the travel community in relation to addiction. We have solutions that we want to bring forward politically as well in relation to that. We want our own Pacific drug and alcohol clinics 
we've, we know. That I thought it would make sense. Be, like a, 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 yeah. a clinic that is in touch with what's really going on would be yeah, really important. And if, if Irish societies really, really cared about what they were doing to their own community, I mean, we should have therapists right now. That should be an emergency. Just the tip of the iceberg. We should have therapists right now in the traveller community working in the traveller community right now to support them because um, and listen to their stories and, 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 and help them to heal that, that amount of pain and grief and um, hurt and the injustice that they feel as a community. I mean, we're not getting that. Um, we're asking for it. We're bringing solutions forward. We want, we want to save the taxpayer a lot of money. Yeah, um, it's, it, it's cheaper to prevent these things from happening yeah. than it is to, to deal with the fallout from them. Definitely, Chris. Yeah. I think so. And I think if we don't deal with the the issues that's facing us as a community, we're going to it's going to cost the taxpayer an awful lot of money into the future, more money, um to segregate us, to lock us up. I think it's 129,000 to lock an individual up for a year. Imagine a hundred and twenty-nine thousand on an initiative that would bring about change in terms of employment. You could actually employ three or four young people um, on a social economical program on that kind of money. You know what I mean? Um, and like, not only would you be saving like the money on having to on 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 prisons and things that way, you'd also be giving someone the chance to pay into the pool to yeah. pay taxes. Yeah, and like people think, I I suppose people think that we don't pay for anything. When we're living in Haunton Place, we pay for our rent, we pay for our wheelie bins, we pay for our internet, we pay for our Netflix, we pay for our car insurance, we pay just like anybody else. And there's a bit out there that we're sponsors and we don't pay for nothing. We pay for every single um, um the bill that we have to pay for, whether we work or we don't work. The cost just, of living, like... And the cost of living in this country, yeah. the inflation, it's got so high, as you know yourself, the barrel of, of oil has gone up um, this this week, isn't it? And um, But I think the cost of living is so expensive to live in Ireland. And Ireland's one of the richest countries in Europe, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's totally at odds. Like that, like there's just there's stuff there. There's really hard data right there, staring at us in the face, kind of going, "Hey, this is not right." Like, and I'm encouraged to see there's little inklings of people kind of talking about it. But when all we ever hear is talk and stuff doesn't really happen, like, what use is it really? Like, yeah, I think so. And I think you know, we we as the traffic community right now, we've come with solutions, and we want to bring solutions forward. We know. Um, that members of the SATA community who suffer from injustice, that come from a socially economical background, the level of homelessness in this country. And we know that the SATA community are suffering right now as well. And that's another one, Mike. So I wanted to get into this, which actually a little bit like the the the, the like a homelessness problem for travellers. Is it it's somewhere in the West? Is it around Cork or something like that? It's like 85% plus or something are homeless yeah. right now in that region. I mean, we have a huge... Ever before, I suppose... I just want to explain this to, to your listeners. In 2002, it actually became a crime to be a member of the traveller community. 
they brought a law called the Trespassing Act, Trespassing Act 2002. Up to that point, uh, our my my people, my community, had a survival mechanism to be able to live at the side of the road. And actually it made it a, a criminal offence to be a member of the tribal community. And it took away, we had our, our, my community had really, really good survival mechanisms to be able to put into a place and to be able to live and survive. It's a, actually a crime now to live in Ireland and be a member of the tribal community. Uh, that's the one point I want to make. Mm. And that's 2002. Yeah. 2000. So 20 years, like. Yeah. And that has had a huge contributing factor to the homeless crisis that we face as a society now issue. Um, it's like one of the most basic things as far as human rights is like to have yeah. an abode, like so, somewhere that you shelter, can, like shelter. Yeah. yeah, it's like one of the most basic fundamental things. Like, I think so. And I think when you, you see... We see the amount of charities that are out there now and we see, you know, the amount of uh, uh, the cost of living, building homes, you know, it's so expensive in this country, but it's no excuse. They should build homes for people. Every year they send back our budget to the Exchequer um, because there's no political will to deliver travel Pacific accommodation at a local level. We've come up with our own solution Going forward, we set up a, an organisation called Kena, and it's a proved housing body that will work with the travel community to bring about change, to be able to build homes for uh, members of the travel community and work with them so that they can keep their identity intact and that it will, you know, bring about real significant change for members of the travel community and settled society. Because we want to live in a, in a society where we have mutual respect and it's a caring society for any human being. Um, we need to we need to bring about that change. We no longer can, I think, ask for it. You know, we need to work with members of the community to hear our story and tell our story about what's happening to us as a community. It's, it's, we can work together uh, to bring solutions going forward to the to many of the crises. I mean, people say that the service is there. I'm very well aware that there's very little mental health services there for, for Irish society in general. There's, yeah. there's, there's a tendency for people, to, as they say, to fall between the gaps. Is That's the, oh, yeah. the throwaway term, like, you know, that the people like to fall in the cracks, like, yeah. 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 I think it's very interesting that you say that because... Um, you know, if, if if we're suffering in a society that, you know, that we don't feel any self-worth and there's no engagement with with each other, um, that's going to have a serious effect on one's mental health um, and where they're situated in Irish society. Yeah, I, I mean, like, that's something, Mags, I do in my daily life. It's just that for my own mental well-being is to actually make that effort to engage with people and to say hi to my neighbours or to say hello and give a smile to somebody I don't know. And mm. I'm finding the more I do that, I'm feeling better and more confident in myself. And we've forgotten as a society how important that is. And these bloody things have a lot to do with the phones and people being stuck on the screens and all of that. Don't get me wrong, there's a lot of, there's a lot of 
pluses to the technology and all of that. Yeah. But it's kind of the same way when calculators came along, all of a sudden people didn't couldn't do maths anymore. You know, yeah. so now it's like with the phone, it's like we can't talk to each other unless we're both like this, you know, like, you know, yeah. talking away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I suppose, you know, society in general has changed, isn't it? So and very quickly as well. It's happened yeah. so quickly that I think we're just kind of not even, we can't even see what the hell is going on. You know, I don't think we even know the severity of the damage. No. Uh, the uh, technology is wonderful if it's used in the right direction. Chris dropped off there. Okay. We'll give him a sec. Oh, he's back. There we go. Yeah. The last yes. thing I heard you say was that uh, technology is wonderful. <laughs> It's wonderful when it works. Yeah, <laughs> it is indeed, Chris. Oh Lord, I'm gonna have to actually. There we go. Ah, here we are. Yeah. yeah. You know when my when I go dark, someone's coming into the room. <laughs> Thank you. No, sorry about that. You're okay. You're okay. Um, I, I am floating chin beard. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, um, Chris is a, a bit of a comedian, uh, <laughs> like a real uh, one. Like he, he's an yeah, actual in, clown. Uh, in my professional um, life, I'm a clown. Probably closer to Charlie Chaplin than some of the other clowns you might see knocking about yeah. the place. Anyway, we're back. We're back, and we're, we're back, and we're live. So, welcome back, everybody, to Cam Projects Podcast. We're here with uh, Mags Casey, the spokesperson of the National Traveller Mental Health Network, and we're really getting into some important stuff there. Um, and we had a, a wee interruption there from one of the. We, we have two storms, Chris, at the moment. Have we? Yeah. Oh no! Apparently. I hope, I hope they don't breed. Thank you. <laughs> So I what where where what, what where were we what were we actually talking about now before? Um, oh Lord, can you help me, um, team, Chris? We were talking about the 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 strategies and the plans. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, I think um, yeah, I, I think just in terms of government policy and um, the policies that are recommended and the national traveller. Uh, Roma inclusion strategy. There's totally nothing wrong with them. Uh, they're, they're really, really good. But the problem that we have is the lack of implementation. Yeah. And that's having a contributing factor in, into all the statistics that you're seeing mm. and the, the lived experience that we experience as travellers. When as travellers, we face hatred, prejudice in our own country every day of our lives. Um, the amount of trauma um, shortens people's lives. Um, it's a contributing factor to the high suicide rates that we face as a community. In 2010, it was seven times higher than the national average. Right now, I think it's 20 times higher than the national average. Oh my God. Yeah. We have solutions that we've brought forward and constantly are bringing forward politically to bring about effective change for members of the traveling community in Irish society. But unfortunately, we've been shut down by, pe by people that are in powerful positions that could bring about change. And I'm talking about senior civil servants mm -hmm. and the political parties. I can't, I can't target any one particular party because I have to go back to 1963, the, the historical um, experience 
that was to fix the problem of the high tenement. And that in itself, that forced assimilation that happened to my community and the injustice and the inequalities that we have faced since 1963 to this date is a contributing factor. But we actually have our young kids now that spend more time in a graveyard than they do playing yeah. outside. And another contributing factor to um, to that is is you know the amount of uh, racism, uh, prejudice, discrimination that our kids face now are exposed more to on social mm-hmm. media, and um, that has a contributing factor into one's self worth. Um, we are being treated as savages, subhuman uncivilized, third-class citizens. Uh, we find it very difficult to go about our normal daily lives that people who are very privileged in Irish society take for granted. You know, we, where we get the opportunity uh, to play an equal role in Irish society, we grab that with every opportunity. It's very few of us that get the privilege to go to third-level education. But when we do, you will see that we've become doctors. Yeah. You know, I can just name one. We have Dr. I named three of them. We have Dr. Hannah, Hannah McGillney. We have Dr. Rosaline McDonough. Dr. Cindy Joyce. And we have other doctors. Yeah. Um, we have um, where we've got the opportunity, where we had to hide our identity. We have some guards who are travellers. We have some doctors who are travellers that have to hide their identity. We have we have people from our community in professional roles and playing an equal part of Irish society. But in order to keep them um, positions, they have to hide their identity. And really, they shouldn't. Like that's disgraceful that they have to hide yeah. who they are to to be. It, is, it, it, it has a dead, it has a devastating effect on one's mental health when you have to hide your identity. That's it. I mean, I mean, if you look, if you look at the whole historical history of what has been done to travel for the travel community, oh. now we're on a different plane level, completely a different landscape, completely. Hmm. Um, because no, it's, it's a very different thing if 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 hatred is just put on you and you're forced to carry it with you, then if you if you accept the hate and decide to carry it yourself, there's a very, very di- big difference between that. That's, that's correct. And I mean, we know that uh, in Irish society, certain people are conditioned to hate us. And they know no better. Uh, they think it's okay to treat the travel community because um as savages and and they probably deserve what they get. Um, and they don't know one's taking onus of that. I do see a little bit of a change. People like yourself, very good people like yourself, that give us the opportunity to talk about our lived experience and that you want to hear our lived experience and what's happening to us in terms of the inequalities mm. and the injustice that's happening to us. Well, as for mainstream media, they need to dig deep and very deep. They have a contributing factor into the high suicide rates that is in my community. It was in 2010, as I said, it was seven times higher than the national average. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, Irish society, we need to, we need to, we need to look at that. Max, what is it? I think on the third level, is it is it one percent? Is it that make it to third level education? Did I see yeah, that? Only, only yeah, only one percent. Like when you look at a figure like eighty, was it eighty seven? Eighty four percent of the community are unemployed. No, no, no. Um, the 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 companies wouldn't hire a traveler. That's eighty seven percent. So yeah. I mean, yeah, eighty three or eighty. Yeah, if that's the kind of figures you're looking at. Like, how could anyone see the point in getting the qualification if you're never going to get the job? Yeah. You know, that's... I think, I think like our kids are very, very smart and very, very intelligent hmm. and their IQ is very high. So our kids uh, find the strategy of escaping primary school very fast, very quick because yeah. we send them to school and we're scared when we're sending our kids to school hmm. because we know the amount of institutional racism that they're going to experience and the amount of uh, the amount of um, prejudice that they're yeah. going to face and in and, and that amount of, of, of trauma uh, you know hurts a child and it damages the child mm. and um so kids are very smart and finds a way of escaping the education system because there's nowhere in the education system today that talks about our history, our contributing factors. I mean, if you look at everything that's good in Irish society, we were the people that preserved that, you know, the music, um, the religious side of it, um, all the all the tinsmitten, you know, all the constructions. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, we, we were the people that preserved that. And... Like we have been written out of Irish history. Yeah. Like generations ago, people were really happy to see the travellers coming because they needed saws sharpened, pots repaired. You know, it was the saw doctor was coming. Like you know, <laughs> that's right. And my father, God rest his soul, he would always tell me the stories about his experience and the experience he would have had with certain people. It's a totally different experience than the experience I would have um, experienced. Whereas. At that particular time, you know, travellers and certain people would have exchanged different skills and different um, deals with each other, you know. Um, travellers would have planted a field of spuds and in turn they would have got a, a, you know, a bucket of milk and mm. their horses were left to graze the land. And then that whole mm. industry... Um, it was mutually beneficial, like yeah. everybody gained, you know. Which is the way it should be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just we just have this like over the top exploitism going on all all over the place. That's kind of unfortunately done away with a lot of these kind of older ways of of living. And I really, really hope we kind of get we we tune back into that because and I, and I and I know society changes all the time and people need to change them. But I do think you know in the curriculum that there's wonderful things about our our tradespeople, like tinsmitting, should be introduced into the curriculum. I oh, think, yeah. Um, like, you know, our, 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 we were written out of history, you know, and the bit of history that was written, uh, our oppressor wrote that. We should have um, our history. We should write our history ourselves, and that should be introduced in the curriculum. Well, you know, Max, that's mm -hmm. funny you mentioned that because the uh, previous guest we had... 
Shannon, the CEO of the Amer the Association on American Indian Affairs, were okay. talking about exactly the same kind of stuff that you're talking about, like where, where for the traveling community, it's like the halting sites and whatever. But it, for the Native Americans, it was the re the reservations, the reservations yeah. you know, and, and, and the same and in thing. Africa, in Africa, it was the homelands, you know. We have a lot in common with Indigenous people across the world. Mm. The same thing that's happening, the same pattern and trend, and the same injustice and equality is happening to Indigenous people across the world. And history, so, history is so important in all of that. Like you were talking about there, like that. To, 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 well, every, to tree, every tree needs to know their roots, don't they? Yeah. So I think it's important that we write our history, and that our history is actually introduced. And curriculum, and like, then would actually build tribes mm. uh, within settled settled society in itself, and say, look what these people have contributed to Irish society. We've contributed oh, yeah. an awful lot. We've paid the price to be nomadic people, mm. uh, and paid a hefty price. We've lost an awful lot of lives to uh, suicide, to addiction, to the infant mortality rate. You know, and through hurt. being forced to live in fairly appalling conditions sometimes yeah. as well, and the hurt and the pain that we face every day to to be able to, to live. Well, Chris, that was really great. Uh, yeah, to have Mags with us here to um, kind of touching stuff like. Yeah. yeah, yeah, really deep kind of stuff. And mm. you, like we said during the interview, you know, this stuff, you know, if you if, if, if you haven't come across before, I really highly recommend that you, you get involved because, you know, it, 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 it's, it's terrible, you know, mm. like what one thing we kind of hit on there was that, you know, the pandemic was really like tough for them, but like things have been like this for them way, way a lot for a long time no, now. Yeah. For, for for like generation, like at least. Yeah, and we know? know that with the pandemic, it's like it is anybody who's out there on the margin already are the ones that are really. It's like the canary in the coal mine, kind of. Kind of, I often think about it that mm. way, Chris. Yeah, the 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 people who are already on the edge are the ones who get pushed over first. You know. So listen, we're going to have Mags back, but if you'd like to get in contact with uh, CAM Projects in the meantime, or you're interested in the work that we're doing, you can email us at CAM Projects dot info at gmail.com and a link to the cam projects website is in the description and you can find uh, our talk show podcast page on there or you can go to spreaker.com and find us on there cam projects podcasts and uh, like we like to say chris help each other help us all thanks for listening and the cam projects email is canprojects.info at gmail.com and you'll find a link to the Can Projects website in the description. All the best. Projects.
Culture, Arts, Nature and Wellness is an outreach project advocating that active engagement in positive and creative outlets is beneficial to our health and our environment. If you'd like to contact CAN Projects, you can email us at canprojects.info at gmail.com and the link to our website is in the description. Are you super interested in shiz calling and get totally excited by pyramid programs? Do you feel ready to give your money to a faceless stranger on a pinky promise of endless returns? Then this is not the podcast for you. 